0: What's up, guys? I'm Sean Lights Out Merriman, and you're listening to the Charged
1: Up Bolt Podcast.
2: Thanks for listening. Here's what's coming up this week on the Charged Up Bolt Podcast.
1: Like i've I've been to I've been to the UK, and no offense, your food is It is
2: absolutely.
3: Whoa. So, yeah, don't cover the receivers. Get ten men stopping the run, and Derwin James just going for Mason Rudolph every play. Good day
0: and welcome to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. I'm your host, John Watts Jr. And today I'm joined by John Ayers. Bez can't be with us tonight. He's uh, under the weather somewhat. He can't talk. So I'm sure his uh, his wife and family will be quite pleased with that. (laughs) Dan King will be joining us shortly. He's got a few technical issues. So for now, it's John and myself. We are entering week 11. We should have a relatively decent matchup against the Steelers, but lo and behold, The pandemic struck the Chargers locker room and we're entering the game at the SoFi without a couple of our key players. John, how's it going, buddy?
1: It's going well. Um, You know, just trying to uh, get through the week. It's been a long week after that kind of disappointing loss on Sunday. So just trying to motivate myself, get myself excited for the week. But all these, you know, player injury stuff, all this COVID stuff, all all this other stuff is making it hard to get, you know, get too excited for the upcoming game.
0: Yeah, I agree, mate. I was super, super uh, upbeat about the fact that we're playing the Steelers. Um, the fact that their offensive line is not great. Big Ben's been playing poorly, but he's on the COVID reserve list. He may get the go-ahead to play on Sunday. If not, I think Mike Tomlin is going to start. Mason Rudolph will talk about the Steelers uh, after the break. But, um, yeah, it's just... I don't know. This, this season just seems like an absolute... Roll the dice for all all thirty two teams. There's a there's an article on football outsiders, and it goes along the lines of: Is there any good football teams out there in in 2021? And I think whoever wins the Super Bowl next, uh, you know, come February, are going to look back and go, Yeah, we got away with one there. And there'll be there'll be teams thinking, Why on earth didn't we take the opportunity when we had the chance? Because. Look, we're starting to see teams slow down now. We have seen the Cardinals have a couple of bumps in the road. Um, Chiefs have been up and down. They had a great win last weekend, but you wouldn't have expected them to be in the position that they're in going into Week 11. It's just crazy, absolutely crazy. No one could have predicted what's coming. I mean, John, let, let's start with the Bolts, and here's Mr. Let's Mr. King. Let's get him on. Here he is. What? Here he is with a burgundy hair. How's it going, Dan?
3: No idea what happened there. But did I you? Mean, did,
0: <laughs> Technical trouble, hey? Yeah,
3: yeah, of
0: course. Any, any anything charged related, mate, um, is, is 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 an issue this season. How's it going?
3: Yeah, not too bad. You both well?
0: Yeah, good, all good. We're just waxing lyrical about the fact that this season's crazy, and we're ex- we're getting super excited about Sunday's matchup. And obviously now we can't because, oh, we can, but we
3: can still be excited.
0: Yeah, we. I, I just said to John, it's before not we the matchup out. we want. No, no, it's not. I just said to John before we came on air, have you had your call-up papers yet to go and play for the Bolts on Sunday because they're so depleted? Um, well, Dan, what,
3: available at kicker.
0: Just, just brief. Uh, oh, he's, there you go. He's dropped out again. John, let, let's yep. talk about the Chargers. What do we do without Bosa, Tillery, Tranquil?
1: I mean, I mean, I'm hoping that we get most of them back. I don't know. I mean, again, it's protocols for close contacts are you know about five days away from the team so that puts puts um, some of them available to be, to return by the end of those five days but we'll see again they have to keep testing negative none of them can test positive so you know it's kind of a guessing game but i think we'll know more uh this weekend <clears throat> so i'm not trying to make any decisions right now it's only thursday it's a sunday night game so you know got plenty of time for them to get back in uh, I don't think there's much Bosa needs to do at practice this week, to be perfectly honest. I think he's fine. Tillery is Tillery, so either he'll be there or he won't be. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I'm probably not going to be too too bent out of shape if Tillery doesn't make it. He's not exactly – he makes one or two plays a game that make you think, oh, yeah, this guy's – maybe he's figuring it out. And then he makes a bunch of plays, or at least doesn't make a bunch of plays – uh, where he gets basically pushed off the screen, you're like, Where the hell did he go? Is he? I, th- I thought I saw him lined up at the, at, before the snap, and you find out, <laughs> Oh, somebody's fucking pancaked him 10 yards down the you know, down, down his past the line of scrimmage or whatever. So, I don't know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm not gonna be too, too, uh, too upset if Tillery doesn't make it, but uh, yeah, being without Bosa would be a big deal. I mean, they're already, they're, they're already coming into this game in trouble because they're gonna be facing a team who is who wants to just power run the ball and uh that is something that they're not that not very good at stopping so uh, if they have to overcommit to the run and then you know that means that now they don't have any kind of a pass rush without joey bosa too uh it's going to make it a long day for that defense so um you know we'll see how it is you know sealers always have a solid defense with talent but you know yeah I, I actually was talking with somebody on twitter about this basically the vikings are actually uh, a much higher rated defense than the Steelers this year. The Steelers are kind of, you know, they're above average for sure, but they're not like elite. Like, you know, they have been in the past. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping maybe there's a little bit more breathing room uh, for our, our offense to kind of get their stuff done. And hopefully, you know, we can pull this one out, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, get back to their winning ways. <clears throat> yeah, Dan, thoughts on the
0: uh, COVID reserve list at the minute. We've got Covington, Bosa, Tillery, Tranquil.
3: It's – um it's unfortunate. Uh unfortunate that these um, these things have been allowed to happen. Um but it's apart from apart from Drew Tranquil and Joey Bosa, I don't know that it's it's the worst. Um I'm also concerned by the just general injury report as well. Yeah. I mean you look at um the injury report yesterday was it? Yeah, yesterday's injury report. I don't I haven't seen anything for today, but you've got then still um Linval Joseph still as a did not practice. Um, Keenan
0: Allen was out with his knee, wasn't
3: he? As well. Yeah, both both of them. Uh Keenan was full on Wednesday. Um, but Nasir Adderley was limited, Michael Davis was still limited. Alohi Gilman, uh, yeah, not the biggest loss, but we need the depth <laughs> at the moment uh, with with the COVID list. Yeah, absolutely. Alohi Gilman didn't practice. Justin Jones was a full participant, but um, you know, I there's no guarantee that these things are going to trend upwards and give us actual like availability on Sunday. So I think we've got a fair few injuries coupled with the the COVID um, situation that we appear to have gotten into. Um, I don't think it makes for good reading, but the most important player is still there. So like Justin yeah. Herbert is still going to be on the field, and um derwin james is still there so
0: yeah agreed and that's one of the positives that i uh took away from our defeat um on sunday i mean a question for you john um social media i'm starting to see one or two tweets now and it's only the minority not getting too carried away about you know calling for people's heads saying that lombardi is not fit to run the offense i think it's uh i think that's that's unfair i think it's uncalled for um you've uh spoken about the fact that um we've we've got to be patient with this team and we all got carried away at the beginning yeah it was great we elevated our expectations but there's absolutely no way at this stage in the season that people should be getting fired is there
1: i don't think so um uh you know obviously I was there were there are moments where I was enraged which were in situations where I thought the play calling was just uh you know too conservative I get uh Lombardi's trying to protect the quarterback given our our poor pass um pass deep, uh pass blocking situation on the right side of the line and you know I get that they want to they want to keep the run game as a threat so they continue so they will continue to to hand the ball off to let teams know, Hey, look, we're not completely abandoning the run. And I get that. And that, I'm not, I'm not arguing against those two ideas. Uh, But I just don't think the execution as far as like when they're calling, which plays, I I don't believe it's the right way to go. I think they're going too conservative. And I think that they're, they're calling runs um, at times thinking, Hey, we're going to catch them off guard because you know, we're not very good at running the ball. So we're going to run it here and then you're not going to, they're not going to expect it. And then, Hey, guess what? They run it and they're not very good at running it. So, yeah, there's was self-fulfilling prophecy, but um, you know, I just, I, I've, I, I've called for a quote-unquote Lombardi out, which, again, if you're an Arsenal fan, uh, you, you know, you know all about uh, saying coach out, but uh, that's that's another story. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, in, in a few fits of rage, I, I've been upset, but I don't really think he's, he's he needs to be fired, uh, but I'm, I really wanted to increase the skepticism. And increase the pressure externally that may be uh, out there for Lombardi. I mean, just giving him a pass and saying, oh, everything's going to be fine and, and, and making excuses for him. That's not helpful. Right. Like he needs to be put under pressure. He needs to get called out. And I know as fans, we have no say, but I think if there's enough of an upswell. You know, it's not, it can't be ignored, right? If there's enough people saying, hey, I think Lombardi is the problem, it can't be ignored. And maybe it'll push him to try different things or to try to be more aggressive uh, and and improve a few things, right? So, uh, again, I I don't think he should be fired, but I I do think that he should come under criticism because I think that some of the the problems are his fault. I do believe that. I really do believe that. All of them are not his fault, but I do believe a good portion of them are.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting point, John. I mean, Dan, the LA Times uh, wrote an article in the week saying, you know, are the Rams and Chargers getting out coached? It's uh, it's a difficult thing to put your finger on because coaching is one thing, and executing on the field is another. I mean, let's go to the d- defensive side of the ball. Are we, are we doing enough? Is is Ronaldo Hill and and Staley doing enough? Bearing in mind, we've we've got we've got issues. We haven't got the talent at the minute that we thought we had.
3: Um I, I find it hard to say that they're doing enough. just the the complete apparent lack of addressing of the run game um is just, it's just baffling like I don't know what they do though, so I I don't have the tactical now to know like hey yeah, this is what we do to address the the awful run defense um so, they're doing okay but it's not enough for what i want um and i think i think the same is true with with what was what john was saying with with the offense like there's some there's some nice moments occasionally but too often we're going for that run on first down that we've all hated under previous coaches and all slated under previous coaches and um like i, th- I think back to what was it? Norv every first down was like, run it LT up the middle. Yeah. And yeah, he was a like generational talent. That that works. Eckler's good, but he's not getting five, six yards every first down.
0: No, um, and they're using him a lot in the passing game as well, which you, exactly. you see you start to see a lot more now with, at least with the he modern can running catch back.
3: For the yes. most part, compared to someone like Jalen Guyton, who I think has caught less than 50% of his targets. It's, well, it's somewhere in that kind of area. And this is the thing. How
0: many times in sports do we see the players um, staying within their contract and the coach gets sacked? see it all the time in soccer, yeah. all the time. And actually, the players aren't putting a shift in and you know they're, they're causing the problem. Now, I'm not saying that's the case for the Chargers, but they've got to take some responsibility as well. Dan, it's a great point about the, the, the drop catches. We spoke how many times about the missed tackles. I, I don't get that. Yeah, special teams are special teams. We've been historically bad at missing the extra points and field goals, punt returning. Our gunners are not great. But the players have to take some responsibility. Um I mean, John, have you have you heard anything among the uh pressers that would suggest that the players um are spending a bit more time with each other, discussing in, in a one-to-one scenario how they can make improvements? Or, or are they, in your opinion, are they just sitting back Uh, waiting for the coaches to make decisions, debrief them and prepare them, et cetera.
1: Um, You know, I'm not really seeing a lot of these kind of quote unquote player only meetings. I think generally when it comes to player only meetings, um, those are generally only happening when there's a real like emergency situation. And I don't, I think that would be an overreaction at this point. We're not in any emergency territory. Uh, Last I checked, we're not last place. So we don't have a losing record. Um, you know we're well within striking distance of, um, of the division. I mean, in fact, uh, yes, we have five wins and uh, Kansas City has six. They've also played an extra game, right? So, if uh, if we continue at the same pace, and then when they go on by, we win, we would then be tied with them for first place in the division. And guess what? We have we currently on tie a tiebreaker. Yeah. So, I mean. It's not like doom and gloom, guys. Like I know it's, I, I know it's depressing, and I know it sucks that we dropped a game to the Vikings. That I think, I think we all believe we we probably could have won, um, <clears throat> but um, you know, we're it's not a desperate situation. So I don't think you know. I'm sure play, players are constantly working with each other and talking to each other all you know off to the side and doing kind of things to help them improve that's just that's just normal kind of every day for a pro so I, I don't expect to see too many stories of guys like you know staying in after practice for three hours doing extra drills i don't expect to see too many of those i'm sure there are players like that but that doesn't always report it additionally a lot of those extra drills are are done behind the scenes and we can't see and reporters can't really see because it's after the public uh, part of practice so it's hard to know if that's actually happening or not so i'm, I'm not going to say oh they're not the Players aren't doing the extra bit to get better i think they are i think that i don't think there's any player i mean not any player. i'm sure there are some who, who are just trying to collect a paycheck but i think the majority of the players on this team really do care about winning and care about each other and i think they're all doing what they think is is the best course to win right and yeah it is on the coaching staff to lead them but i think personally they need to also kind of get themselves right and get themselves better you know the drop passes the poor execution you know, I, I don't think anybody's sitting there going, well, I don't care that I've dropped more passes than I have in, in the last two <laughs> seasons combined. That's fine. It is what I don't think, I don't think Keenan Allen yeah. or Michael Williams or anyone's saying that I think they all want to be better. You know, I, I ride Guyton all the time because I, I think Guyton has horrible hands and I don't think he can be relied upon in pressure situations, which I think is proven out again this year. But uh, I don't think he's sitting there going, "Wow, ah, my hands are fine. I think he is trying to make them better. I'm sure he is doing whatever he can to make it better. It's just, you know, Yes, practice helps make people better, but eventually there is a ceiling, right? There's a whole point to where practice isn't going to make it any better. You just got to go out and execute. And sometimes you just can't execute. Maybe he has small hands. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Look, I, I've written about the fact that I think we'll finish 10-7. Um, and I think we'll we'll end the season 5-4. and 4. You know, it's a sprints to finish now. So we'll go on a short break. And when we come back, we'll chalk Chargers Steelers.
2: Hey, Charged Up Bolts listeners, thanks for tuning in. Do you know what really sucks? Us Brits don't really get Thanksgiving. It's not a thing here. You know, you guys get amazing NFL games, you get the family round, you get the turkey, some weird sides. But we'll let you have that. But we don't get to celebrate it. It's not the same. But there is one little secret that I've been letting on that makes things better. And that's thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, or DraftKings if you want to be a bit American. They're allowing new customers to bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. It's amazing. You can play for free for millions. Now, here's the secret on how to do it. You download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code TPPN bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a single point. That's promo code TPPN this Thanksgiving at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Well, must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com forward slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's my secret to you. Now back to the show. Mr.
0: Bermudez currently under the weather, nursing a terrible winter cold. It's about minus three here in the UK at the minute. It feels like that way.
1: I think, so, it's, so- I think it's karma for him trying to talk crap about our, our Thanksgiving sides. We have delicious sides. Okay. I'm sorry it's not some <laughs> pie made of like a kidney or whatever the hell you guys got over there. <laughs> I don't
0: do kidney. I don't do kidney. No. I don't know.
1: I, like, <laughs> I I've I've been to I've been to the UK and no offense. Your food is shite. It is absolute Whoa! shite. I mean, if, if your best if your best dish is something that's basically a fast food lunch item, I, I have questions, right? <laughs> um, I mean, it was speed it was loss, good. Right? the loss. The best food that I had in in London, which again, there was definitely good places to eat, but none of them were quote unquote, English restaurants. They were all either, you know, chinese or indian or something I mean, you guys got some. you've you got some good international food but as far as local cuisine i i don't really know any good local cuisine
0: uh, let, let me tell you a little story we, we were on uh vacation in mexico with uh our friends from uh up in new york state big buffalo fans and uh maria don's wife she turned around and said if i come and visit you guys in england i'm gonna starve i was like what no you won't trust me anyway let's get back to football Steelers, Dan, over to you. Okay, so Big Ben is on the COVID-19 reserve list. Um, he may get the go-ahead to play on Sunday. You're the Chargers head coach. Who do you want to face, Mason Rudolph or Big Ben?
3: Give us your reasons why. I'd want to face Mason Rudolph because I, I don't have any faith that he's a capable, continuous, like, starting quarterback. Um he he's not shown anything really to kind of light up the world in any of his performances in the previous, is it, couple of seasons? And um, he was okay-ish the last, like, week or so. Um, I think I'd much rather be facing him and throwing Derwin James at him as fast as possible on every play um, just to see what happens. I mean, the, the Steelers will also be missing a couple of receivers as well, right? Yeah,
0: Chase Claypool's a, a, a potential doubt, questionable.
3: So, yeah, don't cover the receivers. Get 10 men stopping the run and Derwin James just going for Mason Rudolph every play. What you got to lose?
0: Mm, I think, I reckon... It may not cause... be the best
3: tactics. I, I, I can
1: accept that.
0: I, I reckon John will go, di- go for a different route. John?
1: Um, To be honest... I don't know how much worse of a quarterback Mason Rudolph is than Ben Roethlisberger at this point. I mean, I've seen That's Ben Roth. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have a better deep ball than Ben Roethlisberger at this point. I mean, his arm looks so washed up. It's bad. And honestly, he's not mobile at all anymore. Uh, all he wants to do is these quick little checkdown passes or, or or give it to Najee. So I think Mason Rudolph at least has a threat of throwing it deep, and I think Mason Rudolph at least has a threat of getting of getting mobile. And to be honest, the way that the Chargers defense has had a lack of ability to to handle any kind of mobility of a quarterback, uh, including Mac Vic the other uh, the other week against the Patriots, uh, I would rather see Ben Roethlisberger down there. He's just he's just not a good quarterback anymore. He really isn't. He is, he is below average right now. I mean, he's not as bad as some of these backups in the league. I mean, I've seen some pretty bad quarterback play this year by some backups. But, I mean, he, he's just not scary. And to be honest, I think the fact that you know he's not going to be running on you uh, and that you know that he really doesn't have that deep ball, especially, uh, you know, unfortunately, this is in, a, uh, um, in Pittsburgh where I think the wind could play a factor. Because uh, that's obviously not good for him with any kind of win. But I, I just, I honestly, I don't fear Ben Roethlisberger anymore. And I would actually fear the unknownness of, of Mason Rudolph than I would of Ben Roethlisberger. So I actually mm-hmm. kind of would prefer Ben this weekend. But honestly, neither of those quarterbacks scare me. And I, I to me, it's more about Najee Harris. Do well, we have an answer for Najee Harris? That, that's my big question, Mark.
0: Well, I'll come on to Najee in a minute. But going back to Big Ben, he's about as well, he makes Philip Rivers look. the the most mobile quarterback in the league. Big Ben of 2020 and 2021 is not good. He's playing with concrete cleats, quite frankly. Mason Rudolph, to your point, Dan, he hasn't really shown anything, but you know, the fact that he, he rushed the 36 yards last weekend, that's 36 yards that the Chargers don't need to contend with on the ground. So there's a bit of to and fro-in, but I'm kind of leading with John because Ben has been really poor. I think this is going to be his last season in the NFL. Look, he's been a great servant of the game. You know, he's been fun to watch in his prime, but I think times finally catching up on him. I when mean, was the on last
3: the he played a full season. Like, has Ben Roethlisberger 2018? played a full season in like recent history?
0: I want to say 2018. I'll have to check. Could, could be. I mean the Steelers we we don't really know what we're getting. They've had some they've had some great results. You know they 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 beat their the Bills in week 1. Um you know they, they've knocked off the Broncos. Um and then the last four games have been really strange. 3-point win over the Seahawks, 15-10 win over the Browns, 29-27 uh win over the Bears, and then that ugly awful tie with the Lions 16-16 last weekend. Um Having said all that, we're going to come on to Najee Harris. I love this guy in college football last year. I've often said on this podcast, I don't get excited about draft picks because more often than not, that they flop, they fall, they don't perform. It was quite obvious Najee Harris um, is going to be a stud. And if you're not drafting him in DFS this weekend, go and shake your head. Have a chat with yourself because that dude is going to put up some serious numbers against the Chargers run defense. Uh, John, thoughts on the Steelers?
1: Um, Like I said, I think um, the defense doesn't scare me as much as I think that has in years past. They're not an easy defense by any means. It's not like we're going to go and and cakewalk them for 40 points. Not going to happen. But I I also I just don't think that they are the same defense that they were Uh, with TJ Watts injury. I think that helps our offensive line. Uh, one less uh, pass rusher they have to deal with, which I think is good. Uh, so I, I think our offense is going to—it has an opportunity to put up a good showing here against them. Um, and then our defense—you know—again, a lot of question marks. Uh, you know, today they reported that um, uh, Michael Davis and Nasir Adderley are trending in a positive direction. So um that's good again doesn't mean that they're gonna play but if they were to come back i think well, that would be a major boon to our offense uh our sorry our defense but again doesn't help our run defense right i mean i like brendan Fajoco. he seems like a good dude he seems like a positive guy i am 100 rooting for him but the fact that he may have to take a lot of meaningful reps on the interior de- defensive line this week gonna hurt, man. Gonna does hurt. not feel like it's gonna go well
0: that's gonna hurt i mean look the the, the steelers we're talking about big ben and mason rudolph Playing in front of them, Dan Moore, left tackle. He's been pretty awful. As bad as Storm Norton, he's given up 25 uh, pressures this season. On the other side of the uh, offensive line, um, oh, I cannot I cannot pronounce this dude's name, Chuck Wuma, for fumbled that one. He's given up 10 pressures. Their offensive line's not playing great. And this is why I'm more disappointed that Joey Bosa might not play. You know, this the Steelers are there for the taking. That they've been up and down. Dan, the factor for me could be the wily old coach of Tom uh, of Mike Tomlin. All right, we we've we've briefly mentioned uh, the charges getting out coached. We 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 sort of put a lid on that. And said no, actually, the, the coaching might not be the, the the worst thing. It's the actual execution.
3: Mike Tomlin
0: is he going to get one over on on uh, Brandon
3: Staley on Sunday? I think he's got every possibility of doing so. Um, obviously, we don't want to see it, um, but I think he, he doesn't have to coach very hard to get their off-offence moving, at least. Um, Najee Harris is the second most rushing attempts in the league, and we cannot stop the run.
0: Um, scares me, that does. <laughs>
3: yeah, um, so regardless of how well he does, he has a lot of touches and he's just going to run through us and tire out these players who aren't used to even taking the reps. Um, So I don't, I I could see this game either being very low scoring because of just ineptitude or very high scoring because of ineptitude. Um, And I think the coaching isn't necessarily going to play into it as much as it would, were all the players available. Um, I think it's going to be more a case of who's healthiest for the longest um, and who can outlast the other.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, we, we talked about endurance of our defence on Sunday. They were, they were getting gassed. You know, Linval Joseph, um, he sort of spoke and said, it's it's almost like conditioning, but you don't want to be in that position. We've got to give the – the, the offence have got to give the defence some uh, a break. We need to go on some sustained drives um on Sunday that's what we need to do by hook or crook whether it's short dump off uh passes whether it's short yard gains on the ground through Eckler Larry uh, Larry Roundtree um that's what we need to do we, we need to make sure that we're not giving away silly penalties it happens all the time it's, it's so easy these days in the modern NFL game to to get a um to to draw a penalty you know and we, we need to get away from this I I just don't feel that if we don't get any offensive rhythm, the defence are going to be under even more pressure. Najee Harris is going to get the ball in his hands and then things are going to start going south. Because what you'll end up then is that the offence are trying to force the game, almost, almost like panicking. And then you're going to get even more mistakes.
3: At least with Bosa not being there, that's one fewer offsides or, <laughs> or false starts or encroachment or...
0: Look, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think anyone has has been sort of standout week by week. Rashawn Slater, maybe uh, on on the offensive line. You know, Derwin James has, has been one of the uh, top three uh, defensive players week in week out. But there aren't too many players that have got a sustainable um, account for themselves, uh, for one, for a better word. Uh, would you, Would you agree with any of that, John?
1: yeah I agree with some of that. I mean, I think it's hard to uh it's hard it's hard to say kind of make a lot of decisions right now. I think there's to be honest, it's hard to really see where this team is at. I think there's been a lot of inconsistent play. So for me, it's really hard for me to kind of put too many judgments I think there be there I think the the few people who have produced at a consistent level uh have just been the ones who've been doing it really bad, right Trape kis that kind of stuff so uh, I think we've your, got you yeah, I think we've got up and down talent. I mean, Darwin James is obviously the, one of the few consistently good players, right? I mean, there's no stopping Darwin James, but um, I mean, there's a lot of inconsistent play. So it's hard for me to really gauge, you know, all the players along the line and what kind of impact missing Bosa would be because our, you know, but I think ultimately without Bosa, this whole, this whole off defensive line is, uh, you know, is really not, not great. So I think he's a big factor, and I think everybody else on that defensive line is just going to have to step up, you know, and maybe they will. Sometimes put under pressure if Bosa doesn't play, maybe they will step up. Who knows?
0: Well, we'll find out on Sunday, won't we? Prediction time before we wrap up. Come on, Dan, give us your prediction. One
3: one last thing before predictions. Um, had you seen the newest Raiders signing? Um, Tyron Johnson. T. Billy. <laughs> oh, boy. That's um yeah. yet another former Chargers player um heading yeah. to Las Vegas. Plus you um, yeah, um but prediction. Oh. Um I, I am gonna say we win. I just have more faith the most faith I have in any unit is our offense um and Justin Herbert. So assuming we get a couple of sustained drives or just some big fast like 60 yard pass, something something deep would be nice. Um, and I think it'll be both teams in the 20s, um, but it'll be a close game because we don't play non-close games. So uh that being said, 27 um 22 charges. 22? Yeah, I it, it can happen. Every number's possible, right? Apart from one.
1: Job. Um, yeah. So I'm going to go maybe a little bit more traditional in my scoring. Uh, but, uh, I I agree though. I I don't think it's going to be a super high scoring game, but I also don't believe either defenses is going to really lock the other one down. Um, I do like the Chargers to win this game. I really do. I, I think this is a beatable team, and I think they can win it, and I think there is some pressure on them. Uh, and I think they're coming out to perform and, and prove that they're still you know, a, a force in the in the AFC West division. So I have them coming out and taking a victory <clears throat> 24 to 20. So, yeah, close one. Um, but I think I think they sneak it out 24 to 20. Um, so, you, so you've got
0: uh, 24 to 20. I'm going along the similar lines, okay? I, I just – look. I just think the Steelers are there for taking. Um, I have got us down for four more losses this season, listeners. I've got the Chargers winning 2016. Just going on the fact that we're not playing great on offense at the minute, the Steelers have, have uh, been competitive in the sort of really close games. Um, so that's that's my take. Bears Bez hasn't submitted his. he's probably still with a Lempsip. Tucked to the hot water in bed. <laughs> so he's probably, I'll get it. he's probably
1: picking the Steelers, that jerk. He's probably
0: he's probably <laughs> eating his hat right now, but you're all wrong. You're all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Guys, thanks for tuning in to episode 59 of the Charged Up Bolts. You know where to find us on social media, Charged Up underscore Bolts, Charged Up Pod. Uh, find us on Facebook, like, subscribe, get involved with us, say hello. Um, have a look at the blog on ChargedUpBolts.com. No DFS this weekend. Um, where can we find you on the socials, Dan? Um,
3: you can find me at UKLA Chargers. And I just want to say thanks to Snowy for your your comment yes. earlier.
0: Snowy's our regular season to get older. Good man, Michael.
1: John, any tips from uh, the, the Gnome this weekend? Nope, he's uh he's gone silent. I actually don't know where he's at. He's not behind me today. So. Well, last time I saw
0: it was the tailgate.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he might be still recovering from the tailgate. He partied pretty hard. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of chorizo, maybe too much. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can find me at Adroid Airs, hashtag Audible Chocolate, uh, and of course you can follow Nomeo Grace for his his adventures in Charger Land.
0: Well, you'll catch us next week. Uh Tuesday, we will recap the Steelers. Hopefully, we'll talk about a win and not another disappointing defeat. I'll be joining um the Charge uh sorry, the Charger Chat podcast on Monday and see what they've got in store for us. But thanks again for listening all and we'll see you next week, bolt up.